0: Happy Friday, everyone. You're listening to the Football Friday Podcast, brought to you by the Morning Times and the Daily Review. I'm joined, as always, by Logan Hill, Johnny Williams, and David Goff. And we got some really good football to talk about, especially in our coverage area coming up this weekend. It's a big one, but before we get into that, we want to thank, as always, our big sponsor this year, the Jolly Farmer in downtown Waverly.
1: This podcast, as always, is sponsored by the Jolly Farmer in Waverly. Hit the Jolly Farmer for all your needs for game day, whether that's soda, beer, pretzels, chips, donuts. Have some of the best donuts around. That's the Jolly Farmer in Waverly. As always, the Football Friday podcast is sponsored by the Jolly Farmer.
0: All right, boys, let's talk some football. It's a big one for especially the Morning Times area this weekend. Tioga, they got by CSP. They didn't just get by him. They beat them 63-16 to 16 in a game that I think – on paper looked like it was going to be very highly contested, very competitive two teams that were one and two in the state. David, it did not go that way. Tioga took care of business and they did it early.
2: Yeah. I mean, a lot of people kind of viewed it as the de facto state championship with the top two teams ranked in the state. And, uh, Tioga just did, I say this every week. They did exactly what they did to everybody else's year. Uh, Drew Maycumber had a big day. So 23 carries 243 to 250 yards, something like that. I, everybody has different stat lines for that, but um, he had his, I, I think it was his best day of the year. And uh, 240 plus on only 23 carries. Yeah, That's nothing to sneeze
0: at. It's like 11 yards a carry. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm
1: not good at math. And then,
2: and
0: then, and
1: then, you, and then
2: you
1: had to <laughs> play a lot of Madden.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then you have, he was one non who'd only had a few carries, but then he gets one foot of space and he's out 60 yards of the end zone. So uh, yeah, Tiger did exactly what they've done all season along. It's impressive. They beat the team that last beat them in the playoffs four years ago. So.
0: Yeah, up until that point, they had met twice in that same round, and CSP had been victorious both times. A little revenge there for the Tigers and in a big way. In Class C, Waverly takes down Salamanca, maybe a little different than people thought. 42 points for Waverly, but they hold Salamanca to zero. nothing victory for Waverly gets them into the state finals. How'd that one look?
2: it didn't look like it was going to be a blowout after the first quarter cuz it was 0-0 going into the second quarter whereas like you know everyone kind of came in not really sure what to expect with Joey Tomasso and the injury that he sustained the week before that and the very first three plays Waverly had on offense to start of the game on on Saturday afternoon were three straight handoffs they're like hmm maybe there's some concern here well the next time Waverly gets the ball they they end up getting a turnover on downs but the first six passes Tomasso through complete 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 so he looked great in that game, and then it, a blocked punt to the one-yard line from Jacob Benjamin kind of, well, resulted in the first touchdown for Waverly, a play later on a Tommaso quarterback sneak, and then they are rolling from there, and it was yeah, great no to contest. See, great to see on.
0: Tommaso healthy and able to go. Could be a storybook it ending was, on a fantastic career. Looking I mean, forward to it that.
2: He was, was 17 of 20. Yeah. Or uh, 288 yards. Yeah, it's
0: efficient as you can be. The only other game that happened last weekend was the Turkey Bowl in Maryland. <laughs> Logan is here, so that means he survived it. How'd you play? Uh,
1: I did okay. Um, being the one that puts it together, it's hard to go out there and put up your numbers. You're more just worried about everybody else having a good time. I, Well, my team ended up being the center for good chunks of time. So, I mean, the center's eligible. You can go out and catch passes. <laughs> All, right. All right. We, who, uh, who was the MVP? Uh, a friend of mine, his name is Logan also. Um, but he, <laughs> last is, name is hell. This friend. Here. No, I wish oh. his last name is Cooper. He is, uh, he ran track. He went to Del Val, Delaware Valley. Um, and he's not really a football player, but he's, he's come out, he comes out every year he plays. And he would just run in straight lines. People would throw him deep balls. He would catch them, and he would score touchdowns. It was crazy. He was on the losing team. He won the MVP. He was on my team. We lost a couple of touchdowns. I brainstorm with some other people that do turkey bowls. I have a, a friend of mine's dad has been doing like 37 years wow. of turkey bowls in the area. So I took some information from him, and we're going to enact it next year. Because we had a little bit of an issue. We, we, didn't have, we let the, the rush be free. You had to block him. Oh and boy. That just turned into yeah, that's chaos. a mess behind the line of scrimmage. So we'll we'll have some tweaks next year. Yeah,
0: though the old seven Mississippi rule. Yeah. Is it well, seven or is it eleven? Five? five. We'll go five? with five. Eleven's okay. too
1: long. Yeah. Um but that thing that he did that was interesting was it's five Mississippi. And then after that five seconds, all the linemen become eligible all right so i think i might integrate that i got a pretty bad bruise on my foot but we'll be okay i got a cleat stomped on it's getting older time yeah good good to see everybody oh my gosh i could not walk sunday (laughs) because not only did i play in the turkey bowl and all my friends too they were like i don't know why i'm so sore. i'm like we're old now yeah um but i also played basketball two nights while i was home so a lot of but uh remind me before we do our pod next week i need to clear this uh sd card Cause it has three hours of time left, so that would be okay. terrible. Just remind me,
0: <laughs> got it. Yeah, we hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. We hope there was a lot of turkey bowls going on in the valley, but we got games this weekend. Waverly, like we said, still going, Tiowa, still going. This is it. This is the finals, the state championships. We got two teams separated by maybe eight miles, potentially winning state titles in the same year. You don't see that very often. Incredible for us, and we're really proud of those teams. Tioga is going to draw, I believe, Stillwater out of section two. That will be at mm-hmm. noon on Saturday at the Dome in Syracuse. Waverly, same day, everyone. So if you want to make the trip up and get a whole day's worth of football, maybe get some Christmas shopping done in between, Waverly's going to go at 6 p.m. on Saturday at the Dome, also against a Section 2 team, Fonda Fultonville. That is a one versus two matchup. And interestingly enough, David told me yesterday, Waverly is not one. Fonda Fultonville, I believe, is coming in right. as the yeah, one exactly. seed, right, Correct. David? Yeah. So we're looking forward to both those games. Again noon on Saturday for Tioga against Stillwater, 6 p.m. on Saturday for Waverly against Fonda-Fultonville. David, any information you got for us or anything you want to plug?
2: Well, I am just I'm very happy to be Covering football in a dome on Saturday in a warm, nice dome. <laughs>
0: yeah, and I, well, it snowed in Syracuse. I'm sure last you guys night. are ready. <laughs> I'm sure you guys are ready for it.
2: I'm, I'm excited for it, and I'm excited for it for the warm warmness of it, of course. But also just being that dome for the first time, I'm excited just to be in that venue.
1: Have you you've never been to the I've JMA? Never, no, I haven't. Oh, that's awesome. So I just called it the JMA. That's what we're calling it. Now. <laughs> I,
0: hate that. I, I don't hate it. I get that's what it is. But man, when I heard you say that, I my ears perked up because forever it was the Carrier Dome. I, I
2: keep calling it the Syracuse Dome because I just like you know that's yeah. that's. But a great venue,
0: out. awesome football play, uh, awesome place to play football. Um, keep going, David. Yeah, keep, so, uh, keep it up going. Give so Stillwater,
2: Stillwater has one loss on the year, and that one loss they had was fifty to seven to a team that looks a lot like Tioga with the helmets, like the Michigan oh, okay. type helmets. Uh, Warrensburg, Lake George, Bolton—one of those three town named teams. Three weeks later in the sectional championship, Stillwater comes back and beats the same team that they lost by forty-three to. They beat them 41-17 to 17 in the sectional championship. So what happened there that's was... Quite a, that's yeah.
0: quite a difference in two games. So,
2: so Yeah, Stillwater was out without, without four starters, and uh, one of them was their quarterback who's... It's a very heavy rushing team, so he doesn't throw a lot, but he still, in the second game, had more than 100 rushing yards in that game. Yeah. And I believe they were out with Lucas Lilac as well, one of their running backs in the first game. I, know, I don't know that for sure, but he does account for half of their rushing totals. Mm-hmm. He has 1,700 yards on the year, and they have 3,300 rushing yards as a team. They don't pass a whole lot.
0: Okay. so Could be a battle of the trenches then. That sounds exactly what it's going to be And to me, like. that sounds exactly like what Tioga wants. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're going to try to go toe-to-toe with what Tioga does best, I'm not sure that's the best matchup for an opposing team. So uh, I look forward to that for the Tigers. We'll see how it goes. It's hard to out
1: Tyoga Tioga. Tioga. It, yeah,
0: I, that's an interesting <laughs> yeah. matchup for the Tigers. I think that's a good draw for them a lot of people were thinking CSP would be the big one that they'd have to get by. It was usually section six is the hurdle. They have to get over and they do well in the uh, state championship. We'll see if they can repeat for the third consecutive time.
2: And then for Waverly in their first attempt at a state championship ever, they're going to face a team. That's a lot like them with the passing game. Okay.
0: Two different ballgames.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a lot of running in the first one. And then the nightcap is going to be a lot of passing. And so their quarterback is a freshman, Keegan Croucher, who has 2,300 passing yards. Tommaso, in comparison, has 2,500 passing yards. So it's wow. pretty close on that. So aspect. you
0: have a senior trying to create the storybook ending versus a freshman trying to who's start. starting his career. Yeah. Neither team state champions, both similar in yardage. That sounds like a fantastic game. Yeah. So that's again, 6 yeah. p.m. Saturday night.
2: Final and Fonda is also in their first ever state championship.
0: Yeah. That I great mean. show down there. Oh, a lot of, really? a lot of good there's stories, a lot of history. There. So there's yeah, a lot of cool. history to be, to be made.
1: There's, I mean,
2: there's arguably a lot more storyline in this game than there is in the Tioga one. Yeah.
1: Well, um, before we go anywhere else, I have a two, I think it's two notes. The first note is, um, it's been a while now, but people won't forget, we made Kirk be a sports writer before this season started, and oh, he wrote yeah. about Tioga and their quest for, I believe it was Quest for Rare Air. Yeah. Three Pete. Here they are. That looks here. here Someone,
0: so. A lot of people wonder who knows ball.
1: Shout out to Kirk. He wrote that story. It was a good story. I had to edit it. It was super long. Um, <laughs> and the format of it was super weird when I received it. Would you do it? Maybe on pages or something uh, yeah, like that? Yeah, I think I wrote it on a notepad. Yeah, but mailed good, it. good story. <laughs> Um, and now it's, now it's all in front of us. And then the second note is David and I, we're going through logistics. We haven't figured it out yet, but I should be boots on the ground on Saturday as well. So double coverage.
0: Yeah. So you'll get David there. You'll get Logan there. Games happening on Saturday. We should have something online Monday. It'll obviously be in our Tuesday print edition for the morning times. Be sure to check that out. These guys have said it all year long. They're doing a fantastic job and it all culminates on Saturday. Doubleheader. Again, you got a little time in between, so I've got some Christmas shopping to do. Make it a day. Get a, get out there to Syracuse. Watch the Tigers try to go back to back to back, and watch Waverly try to pick up their first state
2: championship ever. I haven't um, looked at the schedule. Not to cut you off, David. Is there a game in between these two games? Is. Okay, there's, that's right. Yeah. And I think there's. I don't know that. I don't think there are any Friday games, but there's like one or two Sunday games as well.
0: Huh. Uh, also, not in our coverage area necessarily, but Section Four are very well represented. Main Endwell oh, yeah. will <laughs> also be going for three uh, three yeah. straight. So, four Section Four, little four but, World yeah. Series yeah. champ. Big time uh, football going on in Section uh, I'm Four.
2: Very excited about that. If I didn't, I did not really know what I was expecting when I came in here in the middle of September, and I, here I am coming to two very strong New York football teams, one of which making their first ever state championship, the other going for a 3 P So it's
1: fun to. Good storylines, see yeah. these
2: games and get to be in the Dome for the first time.
1: Just imagine how you'll feel in about seven years when Tioga wins its 10th straight. <laughs> that would be something. Very possible. I believe the JV was undefeated. It, yeah, for they're, yeah, they're, they're set out
0: for a
2: little bit here.
1: Very well set up. Good feeder
0: programs for both. Let's jump into the college slate. Before we do so, let's thank again our sponsor, The Jolly Farmer.
1: This podcast, as always, is sponsored by The Jolly Farmer and Waverly. Hit the Jolly Farmer for all your needs for game day, whether that's soda, beer, pretzels, chips, donuts. Have some of the best donuts around. That's the Jolly Farmer in Waverly. As always, the Football Friday podcast is sponsored by the Jolly Farmer.
0: Okay, so into the college um, st- segment of things, it's the last weekend in the regular season. Technically, not in the regular season's well, conference, conference championship. championship conference championship weekend. It will be the last slate of games before the final college football playoff rankings come out we got some on tuesday they are as follows 1 the georgia bulldogs 2 michigan 3 washington and 4 undefeated florida state on the outside looking in all one-loss teams 5 oregon 6 ohio state after losing to michigan 7 texas and 8 alabama any surprises guys was this how you saw it?
1: Yeah, this is chalk right now. And, yep. and things will change after. It'll conference. all work itself out I again, think, right? I
2: think Ohio State over Texas is interesting. Because I don't know. I don't, I'm don't. not sure how they mean. That, I don't know if it's going to be. Like if Texas were to win handily in the Big 12 championship, I wonder if they will let them jip Ohio State in the yeah, rankings. Sure. I, I don't, That's a good point. Ugh, I'm going to stretch.
0: So, so Flex your muscles. not flexing
1: it. my muscles, just stretching. So I was watching this when it was coming out last night. 6 yeah. p.m. or something like that on yeah. ESPN. I was working on a story. he had it on in the background. And Texas is playing Oklahoma State, yes. number 20. Yes. And that's going to be the biggest hindrance to them. Even if they take care of business and someone else beats a higher-ranked opponent, that's where it's going to be. For Texas to get in, Alabama has to be Georgia. Yes, that's pretty much. Yeah.
2: Well, what's interesting is we were talking about a few weeks ago how Alabama might get in ahead of Texas if that scenario pops up. But yesterday they were saying head to head is head to head no matter when it's played. So it sounds like Texas is in ahead of Alabama. Th- that that shouldn't
1: be true. If Alabama is able to beat Georgia, I feel like I that, get that. Yeah, it,
2: but they might change. They might just go back on their word. But they said yesterday was head to head.
0: I personally would also, if it came down to it, I don't think it will. I would have yeah. Texas over Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I think if you look at each team, both are one loss. Ohio State's best win is Penn State. Texas' best win is at Alabama. Mm-hmm. I think Texas yeah. would leap Ohio State. Oregon, so. Washington is going to solve itself. Yeah. The interesting one, again, and we talked about it before, is Florida State. They are now, they're still undefeated. They're heavily favored. They will be against Louisville, who yeah. laid an egg. Last weekend, that game isn't nearly as attractive as it was before. Yeah. But Florida State's still playing a backup quarterback.
1: Yeah, if they're undefeated, you can't. They have to out. be in and
0: if they're undefeated, if, right?
2: If you if you're undefeated, you've won a conference, a power five conference championship, and also even with their backup quarterback, be they middle of the road Florida team, that a middle of the road SEC team like Florida is probably a top tier ACC team. So it's like they continue what they've been doing all season long. So I, I you can't really penalize Florida State if they were to win their conference championship with a backup quarterback.
0: I actually think nothing will change. Think so? I think the rankings you see in front of you right now will be the rankings we get on Sunday when they're revealed.
2: I, th- I think the only question is who wins Washington, Oregon,
0: Washington, Oregon will be the, the decider. Washington has already beat them this year. Now, all of a sudden, Oregon is heavy favorites, which is strange to <laughs> me, but if Washington holds serve, I don't, I don't think this top four will change. Michigan's going to dominate Iowa this weekend. Georgia, Alabama yeah. will be interesting. If Alabama beats Georgia, this thing gets tipped on its head. Then we get two man.
2: SEC teams in the yeah. playoff.
0: So, but obviously something to look forward to. A lot can go wrong. A lot can go right. It's chaos, and it's the last year that this will be a four-team playoff. I can't wait. And for it's the next. funny that it's as chaotic as it is before yeah. things
1: change. I can't.
2: I can't wait for the the actual conference championships that matter next year.
1: Yeah. The reason it's so chaotic this year is because the Pac-12's been so good, right? That has to be at least part of it. Yeah, that's a good point. You bring up the Pac-12 this Friday. Tonight will be the
0: last Pac-12 game ever. the Pac-12 championship Friday night? Yep. Friday night. We get to watch it. (laughs) Yeah, you get to watch the game. You won't be covering. All right, that's really it for college. Again, you got conference championship weekend going on. A lot to be decided. It is nice that some of these games will be deciding factors in Mm.
1: this playoff. I won't get to watch it. No, there's a basketball tournament while losing that night. No. All right, So <laughs> basketball season. That's We're how you com- get it done, Company yeah. Man. That's how you get it done.
0: All right, if let's jump I'll right into the, the NFL. <laughs> David and I went head to head last Sunday. Eagles beat the Bills in overtime. I, I I've thought about it a little bit since. I'm not sure. I called it a classic the next day. I don't know how much the rest of the country would see it that way. An overtime <laughs> game. An overtime game between two really good teams with two really good quarterbacks. It's a back-and-forth game in the and MVP half. conversations going back and forth in the
3: rain. I don't know if it's classic. I'll call it one of the most fun games if you were a viewer all season. I would say, I, I would agree that's been a, a, one of the more fun games of the season to watch. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure about classic. Well, you're, it's, you're it's, not going to like the result of it because you're a Cowboys fan, so it won't be a classic, uh, but... <laughs> it's. A, it's no, because I, I would have loved the result of it if Jake Elliott missed the field goal, but that obviously would not make Legendary it a classic. Kid. So you yeah. had an M, you so. had
0: Jalen Hurts trying to prove the MVP candidacy thing. Allen went for 400 yards and four TDs. A kicker made a 60 yard field goal into the rain. The game went to overtime, back and forth. It's about as classic as a regular yeah. season game can be. It's it's the most. I don't know how much it'll matter in the long term, though.
3: Yeah, yeah. Th- t- it kind of swings, sports. right? One of those regular season games, does it have to be like the two top teams? What do you think, Logan? The two top teams in the NFL go, squaring off in the regular season? Like, you remember Chiefs Rams a couple of years ago? I actually ago watched the highlights were, of that earlier this week. That game is an all time regular season classic. Does this one hit the criteria? I feel like you got to be. It's got to be almost like a, the top two teams. I hear what you're saying. At it. I
1: hear what you're saying, Johnny. The issue that arises to me in terms of calling it an all-time classic is you have to set a basis for how many games can be considered classics, right? You can't just call everything Mm -hmm. classics. I think when we look back on it, this will have been one of the best games of this season. Yeah. That's also though
0: potentially very meaningful though, in the swing for both teams. I I I agree.
1: What I was going to say in terms of needing it to be a classic, I don't think it needs to be the top two teams in the league. It needs to be two of the top five quarterbacks. And I think that's what we saw Sunday. That, yeah. Allen and Hertz playing like two of the top five quarterback, which they arguably are in the discussion. I don't and, even and think it, you have to say it arguably. Was also,
2: it was also one of those games that most of the country saw on TV. Mm-hmm, yeah, and four, it looked up to what they wanted it to be.
1: Well, we talk about prime time and we talk about like even on college football, like the, Noon kickoff, three thirty kickoff. That four twenty five spot. I know there's more than one game on, but like if you're like America's game of the week, or you're in that four o'clock spot, it's kind of a kind of a nice little spot to watch some football. And if yeah. it's a good game, so let's take David and I out of this for a
0: second. More impressive, Hurts or Allen?
3: Ah. Uh, <clears throat>
1: I'm not going to pretend that I watched this full game. I drove back up from Maryland. I did. I watched a lot of it. I I took a nap during it because the Ravens were playing at 8 o'clock, so I didn't want to fall asleep during that game. I was more... That's a good question. I was more impressed with Hertz just because we talked about last week or whenever the last time we did the pod was, or we did an early episode. It feels like we haven't done this in forever. He had five total touchdowns. He, He led them on a second half comeback. The part that I was most impressed with Josh Allen about was the, it almost seemed like there was conscious decision-making that hasn't maybe been there in recent weeks. Throwing it into the dirt where it's my running back's going to catch it or nobody's going to catch it. Sure. Tucking it down and running and tucking the football. Just pump faking to get a defender out of the way to gain Getting a couple of more hours. yards. Instead of just letting the turnovers come and being like, gunslinger, that's what happens. Right. <laughs> he was a little bit more, con- he he was the reason the Bills were in that game until the the yep. final moments, but... I don't think you can take anything away from Hertz on a five
3: No, I thought, Hertz, I thought Hertz
0: was awesome too. I thought both were. Johnny, who would you think?
3: Um I'm probably gonna give the edge to Hertz on it. The problem is it comes like the, the the swing of my opinion sways on someone who has nothing to do with either Allen nor Hertz. It's Jake Elliott. If he uh-huh. doesn't do the impossible if he doesn't do the impossible it's an entirely different conversation. And that doesn't have anything to do with Allen or Hertz. You sure. know what I mean? Yeah. So, But at the end of the day, you, they both had a drive-in overtime. One scored a touchdown. The other one didn't. And I know we can blame Allen. Maybe Gabe Davis wrong, ran the wrong route. We can get through all, all, all of those things. But at the, the end of the day, Hertz got it done.
0: Yeah, and the reason I asked that question is because in a second here, we're going to get into some quarterback rankings where it'll be interesting to compare and contrast what we just talked about. David, I brought up how this was kind of a swing for both of our seasons. The Eagles have now gotten past the Chiefs. They've gotten past the Bills. And by all accounts, they're in line, if they can keep this up, to be the one seed. Whereas the Bills, they drop almost a must win now because the way their schedule sets up, I think I saw they have an 18% chance to make the playoffs now. So kind of a a big swing of things in that overtime for both our teams.
2: Well, yeah, I i mean, what the Bills, they said during the broadcast, that the Bills won, they'd be the seventh seed. And if they lost, they'd be the tenth seed. Yeah, so a big
0: it, swing for Buffalo, unfortunately, and, didn't go our way.
2: And I, it it's funny because the Eagles have the Cowboy, the 49ers and Cowboys coming up the next two weeks, and the Eagles could drop both of those games and still be in fairly decent position for the number one seed. Mm-hmm. So it's huge to get these last two wins against the Chiefs and Bills, even though they're down 10 points on both of those games. Uh, yeah, and it's almost like everyone keeps waiting for this Eagles train to fail.
0: You beat the Chiefs, you beat the Bills, they beat, the, Bills, keeps not doing, they beat so. the Niners, and then they beat we're, the Cowboys again. This has got to be the Super and, Bowl favorite, right? has to be.
2: And when you were asking those two about like who you yeah. more impressed by with Allen and Hurts, I would honestly say Allen. Because, I mean, that was MVP Allen there. And Hurts, I mean, Hurts was awesome. The whole offense was a lot better once they involved DeAndre Swift in the second half. Hurts he was very bad in that first half. And I was thinking during that first half, is like, you know, the hurts MVP thing I thought was maybe a bit of a stretch the week before. Even though I liked the talk, I don't think he's gonna be. There's a, there's a bug
0: around a fruit Logan. Fly. A lot of
2: things happened back in
0: the, yeah. this area. Not but, to
1: not to take away from your train of thought, I was wondering if the people that do the CFP kind of sit in a room like this. <laughs> and that's how they make their decisions. They get a fancy
2: hotel room what is I what they, they get.
0: Smoke-filled back. But, uh, they, uh, make it, gonna, they make it way too but, hard. As the lights just dimmed on us, maybe a bulb will burst one of these days. But, who knows? But I'm
2: thinking <laughs> in that first half, like you know, this is why I wasn't really too up in arms about arms about Hurts winning the MVP. And then the second half happens like, oh, he's winning the MVP. Like,
1: it's just my, and don't get me wrong. We talked about the MVP is a team award. If Mm -hmm. you have the most successful team, your quarterback's probably going to be the head of the MVP race. I just, not not to take anything away from Jalen Hurts. I just think the Eagles have such a complete roster around him. They do. They do. like and and that's something that's different to me about the Eagles versus the Bills. the Bills. I was, I was about to say the I Bills
3: are the opposite. My counterpoint you know, as well.
1: This would be the this would be from I think this
2: MVP because it's so competitive this year mm-hmm. for the MVP. It almost comes to a different like beyond the stats thing with Hertz. It's yeah. There's the leadership
1: quality. That Don't get he me wrong. Is, he's the one. He's the yeah. one leading he the train. Comes, but he,
2: like they feed off
0: of him. That was my argument for why I would have said Allen because of the complete roster that the Philadelphia has.
3: No, because yeah. what, what, what I saw Josh Allen do on Sunday was kind of more or less you saw him put the team on his back and give them a chance to win, and it, like, it wasn't enough at the end of the day, and, it, that, and people are going to hold that against Allen because Mahomes can do it. Maybe Burrow can do it. can put the team on his back and just single-handedly carry the team. Allen did that, and it just wasn't quite enough, and I'm not going to hold that against him. He hits Cook in both hands
0: on what would have been a touchdown. Gabe Davis runs the wrong route on a hot route (laughs) that would have been a touchdown. Dalton Kincaid drops one that hits him in both hands that would have extended a drive into Eagles territory. Again,
3: the the Bills are my team, so I'm going to root
0: for my guy, but if there was a case to be made for Allen... Hertz was incredible. He's going to, his odds are only going to get better for the MVP.
2: If, if Allen plays the way he plays on Sunday for the rest of the season, every game, and he gets the hell from his teammates and they make the playoffs, they could still get in. Should,
1: don't give I, him hope. Don't give <laughs> him hope. <know>. I'm
2: not <laughs> even trying to give him hope. I'm just talk saying, to me. <laughs> talk that, to me nice. If that scenario happens, Allen probably deserves the MVP.
0: Yeah. So last Philadelphia thing before we move on, Deshaun Jackson retired today. Breaking news. How will Eagles, David, how will Eagles fans real quick? Remember Deshaun Jackson.
2: I mean, the miracle of the Meadowlands, number two, was at that time for me as an Eagles fan in my life. At that time, that was my super Bowl
3: moment. <laughs> Speed I, kills. How, how old were you? With, I was,
2: uh, I was fifteen. Was sixteen. Prim- I was that, sixteen. That's
3: prime time. What year was that?
2: Twenty ten. Okay, was, it was a few days before Christmas, but I. Uh, it was. It was one of those moments again. Like I, I never saw the Eagles win a Super Bowl up until that point. So that was one of the craziest, yep. most electrifying moments of my life he as an electric He was an electric, he he was was an electric player, and, and, yeah. was, and as a player, obviously, he was one of the most explosive receivers of all time. Really, I. know It kind of the Jackson era. Didn't, the first Jackson didn't era, end well. It didn't end well, and there's there's some reporting there that I think people got mad at after the fact that like they kind of put him in too much of a bad light. Mm. I don't I know I don't know about that whole thing, but what I do know is that that play, that pump return itself was worth decades of remembering him for that yeah.
1: moment.
0: Great eagle, great player. Deshaun Jackson retires. I don't know how old he is, but my
1: favorite Eagles Deshaun Jackson moment is um it was a Monday night game. Open the season. Oh um, never mind. And it was they were playing at the time the Washington Redskins, now the Washington Commanders. And uh, it was like the first or the third play of the game, like first opening drive, like first mm-hmm. couple of plays. And mm-hmm. Vic just, Michael Vic oh just uncorks a deep ball. <laughs> okay, you want to talk about one of <laughs> my favorite plays of Jackson. all time?
2: That's also one of my favorite yeah, plays of all time. Just that,
1: that ball was incredible. Well, and I was too young to know. Michael Vick during his Atlanta days, like yeah. all the the bad yeah. that he did. But the first memories I have of Michael Vick are as an Eagle, and he was a lefty, and I'm a lefty, so I loved oh, uh, Michael uh, Vick buddy, when I was the, young. The first uh, that shows that, my age. That was a my November memories. game, by
2: the way. That wasn't even opening the season. What was, it? It was it was what? A, it was a November game.
3: I swore it was like an op- beginning of the year I game. I thought it was. There was like it was supposed to be like the first pass that they ever connected with. I thought. No, it wasn't. We're I gonna have to dig I in the archives. Maybe, maybe it happened in. more than once. My favorite Deshaun Jackson memory is when he dropped on I, the one I yard line. Saw, I was I gonna say, didn't coming. he also make that famous? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I saw that coming. And it, it was, here's the thing: the puppets are totally made up for is it. Is that it, where so. you thought <laughs> I was going? Yes, it was. It was. I thought you were about to troll me because that's
0: no. what you always do. I remember Vic as Virginia Tech. Man, talk about electric! what was it like getting what
1: getting mail? just delivered. like well, I don't know. Truck. That's
0: how I sent you my Tioga story, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving on in the NFL. Uh, Johnny, bring this up for me. Benjamin Solak of The Ringer did a top 10 quarterbacks ranking that a lot of people are discussing on Twitter that I think is probably relevant to some of our conversations we've had. We've talked about Al. We've talked about Hurts. Can it, I yeah. interrupt you real quick? Are you?
2: This is going to be an Eagles thing. It's it's to say what when that play was. Uh, let's hear it. It was in November because first off, Vic was... Wasn't even the starter of that season until like three weeks in, and but it was it was a no, it was never November, November twenty ten.
1: I'm watching it right now. I think it was November fifteenth, twenty ten. So exactly, props to <laughs> nice memory. <You> both were <laughs> bringing let it me, up. Let me photographic, photographic, let me make, make sure this is let me make sure this is the one I was talking about because maybe the yeah no, this yeah, that's is the it. one. That's the this one. This is yeah. it.
2: Eighty eight yards. <laughs> Iconic Mike Tirico call too. Maybe
1: it was Vic's first start or something like that. It was not. It was a first for something. Yeah, like.
2: There's a reason this is so memorable. Kevin Cobb got a concussion in the first week of the season, and then Vic filled in
3: for the rest of the game, and he never left. So it was a first for something. I'm feel, I feel like it was a first for something. I know oh, we're well. trying
1: to get to the quarterback rankings. Yeah. The Eagles. This Eagles. They, they got stuff. cool players, man. Like even before they won a Super Bowl, Deshaun Jackson, as a football player, Michael Vick was cool.
0: Yeah, no can't, doubt about can't it. Can't deny that.
1: As a football player, Michael Vick was cool. Shady McCoy. One of my favorite running backs of all time. Carry the ball like a loaf of bread. Former Bill, too. Just cool <laughs> players. Just a rival to my high school, actually. Oh, yeah. All right. Back
2: to Benjamin Solak. Top 10 quarterback rankings. <laughs> all right. Hit,
0: hit
3: me with that. <laughs> all right. We got... Shout out to Sean Jackson. Great career. Um, Former Raven. <laughs> for a Lord, cup of coffee. Yep. Retired. Uh, number one, Patrick Mahomes. This is according to Benjamin Solak again. Agreed. I don't think anybody is going to disagree with that one too much. Maybe I think he said that this is based on this season, so we can yep. we can get all bent out of shape. He, it's he's making out the best. He should make season. his receivers catch passes. Yeah, right. But I have no problem at one. <laughs> uh, Lamar Jackson number two. How does it make you feel? Makes me feel good. Agreed. Like you, would you would you make a case for him to be number one?
1: No, okay. no. I <laughs> and Mahomes has the body of work. He has the Super Bowls. Yeah. He he. Lamar Jackson would be remembered as the greatest quarterback of this era if he didn't play alongside Patrick but Mahomes. Yeah, kind of like
0: Peyton Manning all, and still Tom awesome Brady too. Yeah. yeah,
3: so I agree one and two agreed. Yep. Uh, number three is Dak Prescott. It's fair. Uh, I th- it, I I think it's who fair. Did the, my, who did the? Who do you think it was? Yeah, it's silly <laughs> <It's> a strong <laughs> was. breeze from it's Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> and I, think, I I think it's fine. Try, it, trying to put my homerism aside on it, I think it's fair. I also hear the other side of the coin saying Dallas needs to beat a winning team and I completely agree. Need to need to not beat up on the thirty second ranked. This is for this season? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All so, eight teams, I believe Dallas and, like, has played. And you go by like analytics. If you put any stock in EPA, who, whatever you want to, he Dak Houston Prescott is top is the number this year. Is the number not, one. Yeah, I'm not even gonna.
0: Just to, uh, to bring up what you said about who they've played, I believe all eight victories.
3: Is it nine now? Yeah, we haven't beat a, sing, a not single. Not one winning team, team is above 500. Yeah, we don't have We haven't beat a single winning team. Dallas so Cowboys' way. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so that's why we're one and done in the playoffs just every a, year. Just a factor that should be factored in. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh four. Justin Herbert, number 4. Disagree. <laughs> I'm what? His, I'm out on Herbert. I'm out. Oh. I say are, are we going to argue about this one or are we kind of like I still think he's very good. Don't I get feel me wrong. i like he's I'm not very out good too. He's, he's fine. He's
1: not the number 4 best quarterback yeah, in the NFL. Yeah, I'm sick of the if Justin Herbert had this, if Justin Herbert had that. He's it, got at the end of the day
3: He's figured out. He's got Eckler. Yeah. He's got Keenan Allen. He's got Mike Williams. And Count I'm going to bring year. up. Or, or, yeah. yeah, I'm going to bring up why this is even more crazy as we get through this. But yep. continue on. Uh, Josh Allen number Fine. five. Jalen Hurts number six. Fine. C.J. Stroud number seven. Had a good year. It's okay. Yeah, yeah I'm okay with that. If it's just this season, yeah, yep. you got to keep, keep. Uh, Trevor Lawrence number eight. Yep. Matthew Stafford number nine. And listen to ten. Kyler Murray number ten. So here's who's not in that list.
0: Tua Tungo Violoa is not in the top ten, but yeah, Justin Herbert's number four.
1: That's a problem. That's a huge.
0: problem. Kyler Murray's number ten, but Justin Herbert's number and four. Kyler Murray's played like three games. Two games, yeah. The, two, three this, games? two, yeah. The he's Justin Herbert thing is the most glaring to me. It's
2: he's starting to get into that territory of just being overhyped and overrated. Yeah, they're four, and I,
3: and I don't even know that he is, but it's getting to that territory. Yeah, because honestly, and I'm, we can get, we can play what, what if's all day, but I feel like if you put Herbert. In that game for the Bills against the Eagles. I think the Eagles own the Bills in that situation. They don't have to come back in it, probably. You know, you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing to be done there. So, let's do this. Tua or Kyler Murray this season? Tua. Tua. Tua or...
0: Stroud? CJ Stroud this season.
3: Probably. That's a close one. I think that's close. because Mostly because Tua has has weapons and Stroud I'll, does well, not. I'll, and that's the issue for Tua that's playing
1: against him right now. Yeah, is but, how many options... No, don't get me wrong. That doesn't make it right to leave him off these lists. But... but uh, All, all uh, the my, talk in the first half of the season... Not but, to cut you off. No, um, right. All the talk in the first half of the season was Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill, Tyreek sure. Hill. And then you stack that on top of Jalen Waddle. And then Devin a Chain or A-Chan, however yep. you say it, has the crazy day. And then Raheem Mostert looks really good. So just... He's got all these track stars around him, and, and they're not giving him the credit that he deserves. But people forget last season. They had to stop the game so Tua could leave on a stretcher. Yep. And he's come back and been <laughs> just as good, if not better.
3: And that team also fell apart when he was yes. gone.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. it's, yeah Let's not forget that. When yeah, Tua they, was
1: not the starter,
3: that yeah. team was not good. They were not good. They were they barely scraped it in the playoffs, right? And were one and done if, the, if they even made it all. I don't remember if they made it. I but think maybe they made a the wild card. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Skylar Thompson, I think, was it. Skylar Thompson, Thompson was the quarterback. And that, oh, wow. and he, yeah, he got, they got nuked it's off the planet. Bad day to take Dolphins' <laughs> money line. Yeah. let more responsibly. Let's do a couple other comparisons. No, but just because people want to bury Tua for that, my counterpoint is becoming... Herbert's not devoid of weapons here either. The, the reason, I think you agree with me on that. But he's, no, he's got Keenan Allen. He's got, yeah, he's got Austin, Austin Eckler. Actor. Like, you got these guys on, on defense. He's got a quarterback-friendly coordinator. You got Derwin James and Bosa. He's got mean, a,
1: he does have a laser for an arm. Don't get me wrong. He throws a beautiful deep ball. He throws with a lot of velocity. I think what, is, what that is, is... we talk, And we talked about this in recent weeks, is... There's been a trend and a move more to the whole statistical side of everything and how these advanced stats mean you're good or they mean you're bad, regardless of the eye test. And for whatever reason,
3: Herbert checks all of those boxes most of the time. It's funny you bring that up, though, because I looked up. Is that not the case? I looked up Herbert's EPA. He's like 13th. Wow. Yeah, oh, he's a, he's middle of the road in he's, most categories. Yeah, he's like, and his team's I, and I four and seven. And I think he's probably still a top ten quarterback. I'm not trying to bury the guy here, but well, let's not if, use two anymore. Let's. Jalen Hurts is six on that list. Jalen Hurts,
2: if the
0: MVP candidate is number six, I, like,
3: yeah, Josh I Allen, mean, or, Josh mean, Allen or Herbert, of yeah.
2: course. my homerism is going to come into play too. But I no, I'll stop it. <laughs> I would put Hurts over Prescott. I don't. I would put Dak over Allen. Those, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. Basically, I, you could make all the arguments for the between those three, who,
3: who fits where. Is a, they, they
2: all fit in the top five, Herbert,
0: right? Except now. Except Justin Herbert, yeah. Right. Yeah.
3: I feel like Herbert doesn't at this yeah, point just, in the yeah. season. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. I'm and, with I'm with that idea. I think you could shuffle all those guys in the top five with the exception of Justin Herbert, and they have them at four. The The
1: whole idea is, a wins are not a quarterback stat. But the same way we talk about Jalen Hurts leading his team, yeah, being yeah. The, the galvanizing force. That's my issue. When we say
0: that, and then we follow it up with that type of talk, well, how much does it matter then?
3: Yeah, it matters. Like, it, it definitely matters. matters. You either win games or you don't in the NFL. Kirk brought this up to me off, off before we got started, and I'll pose it to you guys too. Can you be a top five quarterback on a team with a losing record? Can you be sub 500 and be a top five quarterback in the NFL? Not consistently. No, Not if your team, no, it's like, no. has he ever, has Herbert ever been to the playoffs? Yeah, last year. He, he blew a 27 point yeah, so lead. So he's yeah. been to the playoffs one
1: time and they lost that 27 point lead. Don't get me wrong. Anything you can see about Herbert, anything you can read about him, anything, any videos you see, seems like a nonchalant, kind of just laid back Cali kind of guy. At some level, when do you just get up in your team and be like, Hey, we got to start doing this better. Hey, we got to make this winning play. Like when does the blame shift to him? Because I've been a Lamar Jackson fan since the day he arrived in Baltimore. Yeah, When things don't go Baltimore's way, who's at the forefront of the conversation? Oh yeah. Why does Herbert always
0: get to, Oh, you're talking to a bills fan too. (laughs) Yeah. Believe me. I know when things go wrong, why is it always
1: Staley's fault? And don't get me wrong. He's been an abysmal coach. Justin Herbert gets no blame, but just where, where is it? Like, Keenan Allen had 20-some catches, it felt like, Sunday night. They scored 10 points. Yeah. 10 points. So I think we all agree that,
0: and I'm just going to list him in the ranking he had, but you could reshuffle in any way Mahomes, Lamar, Dak, Dak, Hurts, Hurts, and Allen as your top five. Flip them, do whatever you want with them. Justin Herbert is the guy who doesn't belong, and the guy who is not in that top 10 that was a clear oversight was Tua
2: and Jalen Hurts did beat three of the guys ahead of him on this list. Mm-hmm. So you know, just that's yeah. I
1: don't understand. Yeah, which that's one. A good, did, which a good one? Point. Which one hasn't he beaten yet?
2: Uh, I need the pause.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <you're> good. Well played. <laughs> well played. He hasn't had a chance
0: to. Ya. Well, well played. Right. Last on our segment before we get you out of here. It's not not a, well,
1: you know your division. I have what a segment. Oh, that's right. We didn't write it on the script, but and I kind of wanted to turn to this, but I wanted to get to the quarterback rankings. So I scrolled through the Twitter-verse. Uh, maybe we should call this segment Touch Grass because I was <laughs> deep Let's into the Twitter-verse. But I was able to find a tweet about your guys' three teams. I was able to find a couple things on the Ravens, but I, I spent last night looking because I was like, I can't come with just stats about you guys sure. and not have one for myself. But we'll start with you, Kirk. Okay. So, this is from JPA Football, which I don't really love these aggregate accounts, but this is just where I saw it. This is the whole tweet. It's safe to say that things are not going as planned for the Bills right now. Correct? Fair. They are the 10th seed in the AFC at 6-6. Six and six. That's true. Fact. This is supposed to be their peak, and yet they are regressing big time. Don't know how much I, I don't know that about that But here's the matter to make things worse. They are projected to have negative $29 million in cap space entering this offseason. What does that mean to you? That means
0: I think you are going to see the same team on the field next year as you did this year. I don't think there's going to be many changes made in Buffalo. Diggs included? I think if anyone's, we're going to cut bait with anyone, you could see stuff on Diggs on a different team next year. I think some of those, I think some of, we talked about this last week and I won't go too long on it. I think some of the antics on the sideline from Diggs are becoming more harm than good now. I think if you ask him, he'd like to see it as I'm a leader. This is just how I carry myself. This is the way I handle things. And that is all very well true. Unfortunately, it's not having the impact that I think even he would admit he'd like. And if that's going to be the case and continue to be the case, it's no longer a positive swing for the Bills. And him and Allen clearly have an issue. They work through it most times. Sometimes they don't. I think if anyone they cut bait with for salary or anything like that, it could be Diggs. But I think for the most part, you'll see this same team you saw this year on the field next year with a bunch of excuses about how we can still make this work, how we weren't that bad. Look at the Eagles game. Despite the record, look at how we played this team. Look how we played that team. And they'll try to manage it again. And I think it'll look a lot like this year.
3: I'd definitely be worried about cap casualties on your defense, though, because that's like the, your thing. The defense might also stink. Mm-hmm. So um, I know we love Hyde and we love Poyer,
0: but that ship might have sailed. We might have missed that window. It might be over. Mm-hmm. Guys like Milano, remember, all pro, out for the year. Davis White, all pro, out for the year. Who knows what's going to happen? I think you'll see some cuts. I think the big one could be Diggs going somewhere else,
1: but... I think you're going to see a lot of the same from Buffalo next year unfortunately. My next one is for David. Mm-hmm. This comes from Warren Sharp, very smart football mind.
3: Yeah. It's Let's one talk. might say it's sharp. A sharp
1: mind. Nice. Let's talk about NFL refs <laughs> part 362. Oh my god. the, the Eagles it. are 4 and 0. This was before the game went final. The Eagles are 4 and 0 with Sean Hockley as the ref since Nick Sirianni was hired. That moved to 5 and 0 on Sunday. 4-0 against the spread as well. Did they cover on Sunday? What was the spread?
3: I have no idea. They, they won by I a touchdown, the so they had to cover. With maybe. overtime, they covered. Yeah, yeah. So. It's because it was a touchdown, yeah. yeah. So,
1: let's see how it's playing out so far. I was not able to find the entire game, but this was the first half distribution, and I will say, as a casual viewer, I noticed a, a wide discrepancy, and don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, sometimes I Mm-hmm. Ten penalties for seventy-five yards on the Bills in the first half to one. One penalty for five yards on the Eagles. Yeah, yeah.
0: That was the only thing I mentioned to David that day that I was a little bit. If I was building excuses, I did mention in the first half it was ten to one the the penalty ratio between the two teams.
1: So my question to you, David, is: Would you like to see Sean Hockey Lee officiate every Eagles game <laughs> of the stretch here?
2: Sure, why not? <laughs> All right. What was the record? It was like 4-0 with now him. Now 5-0. Okay, what's the record overall for the last two years? It's still pretty dang good without him. So it, it's fair. Good counterpoint. Yeah. Are the Eagles approaching the
1: territory of they get every
2: call? <laughs> According to every other fan base in the NFL, yeah. I'll tell
0: you the real question if we want to really talk gambling here. Gamble responsibly if you do. Always. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have a problem. The real question is, are the Eagles, and we'd have to look this up, are the Eagles one of the most bet on teams in the NFL? Because when you start talking spreads and you start talking calls and how do we get to the spread and how does it happen? If the Eagles are one of the most bet on teams in the NFL, then if you're a conspiracy theorist, you can start to say, "Okay,
3: now maybe there's something to this. If they're not, it shouldn't really matter. Um, A a, a little nugget to your penalty uh, argument, I guess, point should be that the Eagles have been called for four offensive holding calls all season, which I think is criminal. Or are they the best offensive line in football? You can be the best offensive line in football if you hold as often as they do and don't get the call for it. I'm kind right, of, one, I'm, I'm, kind so one, I'm
1: kind of, I'm kind of on your side here, though, with this, Johnny. <laughs> is you can be the best. There's still going to be more than four times they played. Be. How many games? Eleven. God. I'm not saying more. one a game. You know what they say right now?
0: Dave? we say heavy is the crown. Like, <laughs> this is what <laughs> you deal with when he, you're so on top of the mountain. He's so straight face
1: looking at us right now. That's. I,
2: I just I don't know what to say to you guys. You like, I, because, hey. Here's the thing. I'm also like, I'm not going to sit here and say, I look at every play at the offensive line spot, at the line of scrimmage and see, oh, this guy's holding, this guy's holding, just this the, guy's the holding. touch pushes. <laughs> I'll tell you what, who, who I, the one thing that comes out of that Bill's Eagles game that I don't like from the Bill's side is, was Jordan Phillips? Yep. Hey, Loser. (laughs) Absolute loser. Why? Because he bowled over Cam Jordan because basically it looked like he was trying to hurt him and then he got offended by fans and the just heckling him and it was like keep talking, talking about it, fans. talking
0: about his children
2: which no that is i didn't been unproven if you look at the videos eh, i didn't it. see that part
0: Th- those eagles fans <laughs> I, very unproven uh, 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 yeah, with their hostility yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah we don't know anything about that um but
2: there's video evidence of that not happening i'll, <laughs> check, I'll check the
1: tapes afterwards.
0: i'm not gonna defend jordan phillips but that stuff happens every well, game i forget People do dumb stuff for- like that every yeah, game there's personal do. fouls every yeah. game
1: i forget who i was talking to but that might be the territory and i know you call it the brotherly shove i'm gonna call it the tush push all right it's tush push i don't don't mind either way that's that's (laughs) That's the territory we're approaching with the tush push is look i might give up the first down but i'm gonna jump and i'm gonna hit somebody really hard and maybe hope they don't do it again so
2: actually i don't know if you guys saw this on twitter today but jason kelsey was on philly sports radio i did yeah mad about that play where Phillips bowled over at came to like he's tried to hurt. So, so Jason intentionally hurt Jason Kelsey's
0: like, talking about a game that happened three days ago when they got the 49ers on on Sunday Sure. he's talk, He wants people fine from a game that he, happened he, three days ago.
2: He was mad about one particular play where his teammate almost got hurt from.
0: Uh, he's doing it for his podcast with his brother.
2: <laughs> I I have an idea. Blue-collar
0: Jason complaining three uh, days but, later.
2: But what I'm trying to say with that is Kelsey doesn't go out of his way to complain like that mm-hmm. ever. He's never done that before. Well, he goes out of his way to flinch and then go in the tunnel and cry about it. <laughs>
3: that happened, by the way. It did. I don't think we're quite over this we're game. We're not. <laughs> um, oh, shoot. I, Lost my whole train of I'm was, sorry,
2: it, I, I'm look, sorry,
3: Logan. We just completely knew. I'm just, this. I'm
2: just. One, oh. la- one last thought on the Eagles Bills, like just the- one last thought sure. on the Eagles Bills. That was legitimately for all the success the Eagles have had in the Sirianni Hurts era. That's my favorite game. Like the way they came back and won. That was it. Was a really fun comeback win. I no, it, was it.
1: Lot. it was it's a big one too. Fun. I'm kind of over Sirianni
3: hate Syria. I know. Charlie hates. I I, he hate he, he kind of gets on my
1: like. And this is more so after that Chiefs game than it is after that Bills I know game. Exactly but he what he's talking like, about. You like that Chiefs fans? I'm like, man, be a pro football coach. You're up. You're you're making millions of dollars to coach a child's game. I, well, here's
2: the thing. Ninety percent. I would say ninety. Literally ninety percent of the Eagles fan base
3: knows we would hate him if you were a different no, team's was, coach. My, the best thing I can say about Sirianni is that he is the perfect coach. Yeah, for the, that's the good it, point for, Oh, yeah. He's, he's on brand. Yeah.
2: No, All my, right. my, my, dad's, my dad has told me, is like, you wouldn't know that he's not from South Philadelphia.
1: <laughs> I, have, I have a stat for you, Johnny. But yep. before, I, for, I need to start writing down who I talk to with these ideas. I have an idea to stop the tush push. And if it works, no, you heard it here first. What if they just started trying to pick up Jason Kelsey and just not let him go forward. Take your two biggest guys, grab him by the shoulder pads, and pick him straight up off the ground. That's oh. where it all starts, right? That's, That's the, the head of the snake. Of Cut off the head of the snake.
2: considered defensive
1: folding. Don't care.
0: I'll tell you what. <laughs> it just goes back to the reasoning why, like, we can complain till we're blue in the face. Stop letting them get into short down yeah. distances. If yeah. just stop it. Be better game. Have a better game plan. The, figure out how to not make it third and one, fourth the Bills, and one. The Bills successfully did it against the
1: Eagles. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm.
0: Also, how many teams? Like, if you're, if it's out there, do it. Josh Allen
3: six foot five, two hundred and forty pounds. Time, do I Should do it all the time.
1: Did you guys see the the Ravens Wildcat on fourth and inches Sunday I, night? I
3: don't I, yeah. I feel like I did, but I don't remember. It, it was terrible.
1: We'll talk about that later. Right. My stat for you, Johnny, and this is funny because you and David already kind of got into it. This is gonna grind my gears, I can tell. <laughs> no, it won't. It actually might grind his. Dak <laughs> Prescott has an 80.7 QBR since week six. Okay. Nobody else in the league is over sixty-eight. Mm-hmm. That's from Bill Barmwell. And it was quoted by Mina Kimes. And she said, was looking at some of his full season splits ahead of Thursday night football. They play on Thursday this week. Yeah. Yeah. And here you go. First in QBR versus man first in QBR versus the Blitz, second in QBR under pressure, second in QBR from the pocket, first in QBR outside the pocket, and first in QBR on third down. Mm-hmm. The numbers support the idea that Dak Prescott has been one of the uh-huh. best three quarterbacks in the NFL Yep, for down the stretch.
3: Right. So what's sure. your question?
1: <laughs> My question to you is,
3: does this give you any hope does towards the postseason? season? Does it matter? Yeah. Um, I, I kind of touched on it earlier. This is... Dak Prescott, it's because he plays for the Cowboys. He's one of the most underappreciated, probably underrated quarterbacks in the league. most overhated. Maybe he's not you've made underrated, sure, overhated, sure. whatever the case may be. I'd say he's better than most than most than the average person will give him credit for. A thousand percent. Yeah, my flips. The flip side of that coin is, and I agree with the with with the pundits who who say this. We got to go beat some good teams. the 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 loss against uh San Francisco stands out in particular. Granted, San Francisco makes a lot of guys look like fools. But you gotta, if you're gonna be the best guy out there and be first in all these rankings, you got to do it against the uh, Seahawks on Thursday. You got to do it against gonna the win Eagles. In Buffalo? You got to do it against the Bills. You can't do it... You every, like, I'm going to say everybody because if everybody could do it, if it was so easy to light up the commanders for 40 points, then everybody would be doing it every week. So he's belongs in the upper echelon. You just got to do it against better teams. Does
0: anyone think Dallas is going to beat Buffalo in Buffalo?
1: No. <laughs> no. Especially if it snows. Turkey legs in the Salvation Army thing was... Objectively. Oh, Pop, shout out, shout out, we had a record, right?
3: Deron Bland, Deron Bland, yeah. Props to him. How many is it? Five. Five, five pick sixes. sixes. We were on for defensive player of the year. I think they well, said. Yeah. I think yeah. they said Deion Sanders has nine for his whole career. Wow, that's insane. Yep. So you heard it here first. We call it potential defensive of the year. candidate. Yep. yep. Defensive player of the year. He's. I think he's like plus twenty five hundred. I think like Parsons is higher to get Another it. Another question. Him. I forget who the favorite is. Miles Garrett. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Garrett.
0: You lost to him already once this season. One of your only two losses as it stands right now. Are you going to beat the Eagles the next
3: time you play? Uh, wait, where is that at? That's two in, weeks. In, that's in Dallas. Yeah. I love, I like our shot at home better more than I like it in Philadelphia. David, do you think you can sweep them? We can. It's like, we, do you think you will?
2: I think the, I don't, the Eagles will win... One against Dallas or San Francisco, and lose one against Dallas or San Francisco. I don't know which one's. If which. the Eagles go through a
0: stretch where they and they sweep this stretch of the Chiefs, the Bills, the Niners, and Dallas, mm-hmm. you want to talk about being responsible gambling? I might have to be really think about who's going to win the Super yeah. Bowl because I think it might be a runaway.
2: I but a so Sunday night game in Dallas doesn't. Make me feel that's good about insane. that game for the Yeah, Eagles. It's
3: it's that, that's gonna be coin flip it. Yeah. It's was feeling like the
1: question you run into, Kirk, is peaking too early. Mm-hmm. It's it's fair. Yeah. It's fair.
0: Do you but feel then, that do you feel like that could be the case?
2: Part of that is like if they were to get it across these two games with wins, that is conceivably peaking too early. But then you have basically locked up the number one seed. You have a lighter schedule at the end of the uh, at the end of the regular season, you'll have the bye week. Yep. That gives hurt and anyone else who needs to get the health and get a home field advantage. And that was, that was kind of the problem that they had last year. Not peaking too early, but they had the moment where they people weren't so sure how, where the Eagles were at health wise.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
2: the playoffs happened, and then they were fine. Mm-hmm. So, do
1: they close? Don't they close like Giants, Cardinals? Giants? Yeah. So they get through yeah. this, and they're it's in like good shape. Like schedule. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs>
2: it, they, but after the schedule they're just going through now. It's kind of let me. I'm going to keep <laughs> some rapid fires
0: going. Are the Ravens going to be the one seed in the AFC? I sure
1: hope so. Are it, we going to do this Christmas wish list? Yeah, well, okay. I'll save it then, for it. Save it for that. The All stat right. I have for myself, yeah. the last one, um, it's not the Johnny one. I decided not to go with that. Ah, too that much to good. explain on the pod. Yeah. Sunday night, Zay Flowers scored a touchdown rushing and receiving. He scored all of his team's touchdowns, and he scored more points than the entire opposing team. No other rookie wide receiver in NFL history has accomplished all three of those single-game feats in the same season, let alone in one game. My question to you guys is, should I be expecting Zay Flowers to be a receiver, a generational receiver? Would Mm -hmm. I be out of bounds to be thinking that at this point? Define
3: define generational, though. Like Tyreek Hill?
1: No. One of the top three
3: Ravens receivers well, the next 10 years of all time franchise history. If he continues on the trajectory that he's been on as a rookie, that's probably fair because you're probably going to shoot me for this, but I can't name a Ravens no. wide receiver. No, no, that's been With like LeBard, a bar in his prime.
0: Yes. If Mars stays in his prime and continues to play the way he's played, the,
1: it's only going to benefit Zay Flowers. So only, I'd say yes.
2: The only receiver I can think of is Torrey Smith
1: that's homegrown. Yes. That yeah. Some yeah. other guys, Anquan Bolden had a good stretch right. there. Yep. Steve Smith and Kirk is headed out for the day. He had a phone call to take. So we're going to, we're going to carry the ship the boss from is here. Gone. Guys. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so he, uh, Anquan Bolden, Torrey Smith, Steve Smith senior at the end of his career, Derek Mason. If you remember that guy, Johnny, uh, vaguely, or, or, yeah, or David
3: oh, oh. T- Titans receiver before he came to the Ravens, but kind of been a black hole for wide receivers. So Zay flowers being good has been, I, just, I think to more directly answer your question. I think he certainly has potential. Okay. I, I think, he, with the way Stroud's going, if if he kept trending upward on this trajectory, he might be a late dark horse candidate to be like a rookie of the year candidate. He's not going to get in there, obviously, but I, I like the kid. I like the kid a lot. I like that as soon as you guys drafted him, I'm like, hmm, this could be like, finally, you guys are helping Lamar out and he's turning up to do that. So that was like I said, I
1: had to bring a stat for myself. I couldn't just bring one for the three of y'all and not bring one for myself. Um, Johnny, I will ask you this. What's on your Christmas list wish list? I'm assuming it's related to your NFL team, Krip. Yes. Oh my gosh, is, yes. hold on. Kirk does the script every week now,
3: so I, I kind of show up and just I'm along for the ride. Yeah, L- Logan is the Tommy DeVito of this pod. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> but Us. so... Yeah, so, so, yeah, we talked about it since it's, like, it's holiday shopping season, but so we all got to get our, our, our letters out to Santa this time of year. If you're writing a letter to Santa Claus and he had power over your NFL team, what would be on the top of your Christmas list this season? Being the resident
1: top dog in terms of your NFL team, we'll start with you, David. Crush you the, like, can we please just crush the 49ers and shut them off. <laughs> that comes before Christmas. You want it early? Oh, but that's true. Well, <laughs> You can have it early if you want
2: okay here hold let me Yeah. Give me my second Super Bowl ring. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> me, I obviously not me, but I yeah. mean this is this team and I, they de- the culture of the team what they are, they deserve a ring. Like I get Kelsey out of the NFL with a second ring, you know, like mm-hmm. just let him go out on top. After after the heartbreak of last year's Super Bowl. How old is he? Thirty 30- six okay i think he just turned 36 this month uh this 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 team needs a ring after what happened last year absolutely <laughs> fair
1: absolutely fair I, you won't see any pushback from me they were they were there on the pedestal and oh. then it sucks to be especially that the kelsey brothers bowl right big brother little yeah. brother i don't have a little brother i have a younger sister if i was ever playing against her in a super bowl and she won it and i lost it i would be sad but I would be happy for her, but I would be like, oh, come on. It had to go that way, right? feels like in those scenarios, I like you have no hesitation it, 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 of it,
3: stiff-arming the crap hey, out of and it.
1: It's one thing that the Eagles lost the Super Bowl. It's another that they
2: had a 10-point lead in the second half and just couldn't yeah. finish it. It's like yeah. they were this close from yeah. th- this close. So I need that next Super That might Bowl. be,
1: and this might be a question for another day. Um, I've been blessed enough to this point. I'm going to knock on some wood before I even get this statement out. I, didn't, I wasn't old enough to watch the Ravens' first Super Bowl. I did watch the second one. Man, okay.
3: you're such a baby.
1: 23.
3: 23 Man. and living life. Um, but I remember that Trent Dilfer game. Yeah.
1: Well, I was I, a
3: senior in high school though, when they won in 2013. I was in sixth
1: or seventh. I think I was in seventh grade. Um, but I just can't imagine what it would be like to watch your team get all the way to the Super Bowl. And lose it. I imagine that's a very bad feeling.
2: I remember texting my friend after that game. I was like, I can't believe we just went through that entire season mm-hmm. for this feeling. It was one of it, I'm like I've as a Philly sportsman, I've seen some heartbreaking stuff. That was the most pain I've ever felt as a Philly sports fan,
1: knowing how close they were. So
2: I need them to finish
1: it. Okay, and I was going to turn it to you, Johnny, but I just got a text from Kirk. Uh, his wish list is for the Bills to make the playoffs and Allen to reestablish himself. Oh, lost the message. Hold on. As a consistent MVP caliber performer. I was going to think it would be a running game for the Bills, considering how like I think that could work <laughs> wonders for Josh Allen. Or a number two receiver, yeah, maybe. Or, <laughs> I, I'm not completely out on Gabe Davis, yeah. but, but so that was Kirk's take. Um, I'm going to text him and get his picks. I will now turn it to you, Johnny. What would you, what would be on the top of your Christmas wish list?
3: Uh, the top, I mean, obviously not not, not, not to kind of take away from David's thunder there. A, like a, a super bowl is obviously like, it's that, the kind, that's there. It's kind that's of a
1: cop answer, but like, I just
2: yeah. experienced the worst part of being in
3: a super bowl. Well,
1: And the Eagles are in that yeah. territory yeah, I mean, it's, this year. It's, so it, yes, yeah, it's, it's not like, it's a, not like it's the Browns. A, like, Oh, I want a super
3: bowl. Like, obviously yeah, no, you, won like a super you guys bowl. are, that's, that's, that's the, that's what you're looking at. Yeah. I like how he used For, the Browns as his comparison. <laughs> you were so high on them just a week ago. I mean, you can know, still so be high on them But um, like, Top of my, Chris, my, my Christmas list Is probably uh, Historical <sighs> Hold on, awesome hold, on a, hold on And not to commandeer your take Go ahead Is it an Eagles no.
1: uh, Christmas song list What was that The CD soundtrack they did Absolutely You don't want one of those in Absolutely stock? not
3: I'll return it <laughs> Go ahead <laughs> <laughs> um, Top of my Christmas list Is for <sighs> I'll be careful With how, how I say it Jerry Jones To get out of the way Okay um, okay. um, we, he's on his we, way we, to the bowels we, right now. That's we, we've been. We, we entered the season where it was like we're going to go through our running game, we're a run first team, all this other stuff from the early nineteen nineties, and then the Niners happened, and Mike McCarthy was kind of like, you know what? Screw that. We're going to let Dak cook, and we've been, kinda, and now he's an, and now people are. We, we, Whispering him for MVP, let him keep doing that. Let Dak do his thing. Let's keep doing. The, let's. I just want to keep doing that. My Christmas list, my my Christmas wish is to kind of just keep doing what we're doing offensively, and, and and I think the rest of it will take care of itself if we can just keep doing that. Yeah, I like it. I have no issues with it. The, yeah. the Cowboys and. Obviously, growing up,
1: everybody knows a Cowboys fan because there's so many Cowboys fans. Yeah, sorry guys. No, I mean it's Amer- America's <laughs> team, and we've had that discussion. But the Cowboys, at least as I've ever known them, they're always like on the cusp. It's it. What's that saying? Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Yeah. yeah, so that kind of feels like what the Cowboys are every given year.
3: No, like when when David's talking about the, the the moment of the biggest heartbreak, you know, losing the Super Bowl. Obviously, I'm like, man, I would just love to get to a championship mm-hmm. game at this point. I was alive
2: just an NFC championship. Yeah, for that's you. what that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like,
3: I would love to just get to a championship game at this point, point. and obviously, I will, that will probably redact that once they lost, and that that becomes the new heart, most heartbreaking yeah. moment yeah. of my life yeah. because I was all right. I was technically alive for the Cowboys Super Bowls. I was four or five mm-hmm. the last time they won one I have no memory of it so my my memories are Quincy Carter champ or not uh Chan Gailey as my mm-hmm. head coach Dave Campo uh Drew Hutchinson as quarterbacks Drew Bledsoe as like a whole assortment of guys Anthony Wright was our quarterback once upon a time I don't any, exactly <laughs> I think the Ravens. I think his son played for the Ravens oh my point exactly. Like my point exactly. Name
2: I never heard of. I think
1: it
3: was Anthony Wright the Like, like <laughs> yeah, started a game last year. So oh yeah. So that's I would so that's why I'm saying if we keep doing what we're doing and we're not we're try, we're not trying to insist on doing something that we're not or not or insist on doing something that's outdated in the NFL, the rest of it will take care of itself. <clears throat> I like it. That leaves me. That leaves you what is the top of this Baltimore fans Christmas list.
1: Mentioned it briefly when our when our friend Kirk was still here in the room with us. I would like the AFC postseason to run through Baltimore. I would like the Ravens to okay. get the, the number one overall seed. I won't. I won't. Super Bowl would be nice, like you said. Right. That yeah. That's obviously the ultimate wish list at the end of yeah. the year for every fan of every yeah. team. Just take it out of Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> the Ravens got the one seed that one year that they went 14-2 and two and then they lost in dramatic fashion to the Titans. I've I've been on record saying I think if something was like something like that was to happen again where they get the one seed, I think that helps tremendously. Yeah. Just it, getting embarrassed
3: help. like that a couple of years back okay, it was yeah. the Lamar MVP or Everything. Do you believe in a home field advantage for Baltimore, or are you just like getting it out of KC? Well,
1: it's it's a little both. bit of both. <laughs> it's a little bit of both, right? Like if the Ravens are already going to have to if they're going to go in a deep run, right, and they're going to have to face Kansas City, they haven't played them this season, which I think helps being able to play them in the regular season and then get them again in the postseason if it's going to go that way. Mm. They're going to have to play Kansas City most likely to get to a Super Bowl Mm. if they're going to go to one this year. Mm. I feel way better about that game being in Baltimore than I do about it being in Kansas City. Now... The Jaguars could end up as the one seed. The Dolphins could hang around. A lot of the AFC is very, very good, Mm -hmm. very, very top heavy. And the Ravens close this year with the Jags in Jacksonville, the Dolphins at home. They play the Rams. They're on bye this week, but they play the Rams in their next game. And then I think the Steelers. Does that make sense? And maybe I'm missing one Mm -hmm. game. But um, just it's a tough. They have like the third hardest schedule down the stretch here. We're going to know as much as we need to know about this Ravens team by January, by the beginning of January and the way they're playing the way that defense is playing they, they've technically been better on the road in recent years over recent stretches but put it in Baltimore man put an AFC championship <laughs> game in Baltimore if if for the only reason besides it would be awesome to see that environment just so that the AFC Let's doesn't run through AFC Kansas City AFC championship
3: again game being like a blackout game would be amazing.
1: It's been like five straight years or something like that of AFC championship games being in Kansas City. So just play it somewhere else. Okay. That's what I would like for my Christmas wish list. I think that about does it for the wish list part of this. Mm -hmm. We'll turn now. We'll, We'll get you out of here on this. How well do you know your division after week 10? I feel like there's been more weeks than that. I, I can't be right. I, I think we're maybe only, he just
2: typoed that. Well, yeah, yeah, well yeah, the Eels are 10 and 1, so. Yeah, so we're on. They had like, their buy already.
1: Week yeah. 11. So, yeah, so, okay. Yeah. So yeah. week 11, so I'll get on Kirk later about that. Um his picks, we'll start with him since he's not in the room but he gave them to me. He is 30 oh, and would, 7. Can I guess him just for the sure. just for the fun but, of it? But um Kirk is 30 and 7, right he behind knows, him, he David. Knows ball. 28 and 10 hanging around right there. Close race. Johnny, 21 and 16 and myself
3: up oh, out of the basement. Now right there on Johnny's 0. neck three, and 0 last week, 20 and 16 last week, everybody went three and 0 except me. Really? Oh, that yep, <laughs> it was not a good holiday for me. So that's where I'm doing. I can ground above you. He ground
2: Yeah. Ground everybody ground else
3: ground. pretty much stayed the same. I just dropped. That was pretty much the thing. So I did not know ball over things. We will now let Johnny
1: try to guess Kirk's picks and we will start with dolphins at commanders.
3: Uh, he's gonna he'll definitely pick Dolphins in yeah. that one. Yeah. Uh, he he will pick Falcons, the Falcons, I believe, over the Jets. Yep, over the Jets. And he said it's he'll never ever pick the Patriots <laughs> as long as he lives. So it's Chargers. So the picks were
1: Dolphins, Falcons, and Chargers. And yep. his text message back to me: I said picks this week with three question marks. His responses were Dolphins. Falcons anyone but the Patriots. Yeah. So you guys got that right. <laughs> He's 30 and seven. He knows ball. I will now open it up to you guys. And just for the sake of it, let's go back and forth and let's leave that 49ers Eagles one for last. the last one. Yep. I let's think, start with Dolphins at Commanders.
3: Who went first last week? Did you go first last uh, week? Or did I? I have no idea. I think I, we, think, I mean, we, we went back and forth last week. too. I know, so. but I was trying to make it even. So I would go. I don't know. I whatever. Think you. went first. You
1: you go first. OK, so okay. you pick 49 49ers Eagles first also
3: does that make okay, sense? Okay, I thought we were going to go like one.
2: Uh, this is yeah, not good for go podcast. Oh, <laughs> so, okay.
1: Hashtag production.
2: Dolphins and commanders first.
1: Yep. Dolphins. Okay. Yeah, also Dolphins. Two Dolphins. Now we'll go Seahawks at Cowboys. Johnny. Uh, this
3: game's already over by the time everybody's listening to this. Hopefully Dak yep, Prescott guys, has further na- cemented his status as an MVP candidate. I say <laughs> okay. that with very tongue-in-cheek. I'm picking Cowboys. Come on, guys. Don't let me down. What is the Seahawks <laughs> record? They've fallen off lately. Yeah, they got, they got demolished by San Francisco. But like I said, San do they have a losing record everybody. yet?
1: I think so. I'm going to tell you right now. Ramble what for was. me. Uh, tell me why you're <laughs> feeling
3: good about this Cowboys Thursday night game. I, I don't tell me
1: but no, but it's Friday morning. <laughs> it's already don't. happened.
3: It's already happened. Um, it wasn't Dak Prescott's fault. The Seahawks are six and five. Still a winning record.
2: So still so winning record, which is half of the Cowboys. <laughs> I see what you're doing that's there. Exactly all right.
3: That's exactly why I the That said I, Although if Dallas wins, they're no longer have a winning record. That's a good point. That's all. That's after the fact. So it doesn't <laughs> matter. But
2: my point is... And I was going to pick the Cowboys the whole way. Uh, I was going to say, well, the, Ca- the Seahawks have a winning record. However, I think the Cowboys okay. are going to win this game. The Seahawks have, are not the team people thought they could be. I, I hope our
3: defense gives us gives them so,
2: fits. Yeah. I know I'm talking about it after the fact, but
1: and that leaves 49ers at Eagles. That's a four four o'clock window game. David, I'll turn to you.
2: All right. So, if you want to say the Christmas wish, Christmas gift thing, uh, if it wasn't the Super Bowl, it's literally, it's legitimately. I want the 49ers. To just <laughs> Shut up. Um, I am going. I who am I to doubt the Eagles after coming back from seventeen seven? The last that's two right. Weeks. Be you. So be you. <laughs> I think it's it again. It's home in Philly. Mm-hmm. I I I think it's gonna be one of those ugly games again. And I I see the Eagles pulling out like a 24-21 game.
3: It, serious question: Is there not been a non ugly game for Philadelphia this season though? Like I'm not even trying to like. No, I know. I, 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 I understand. Asking.
2: I the Rams game was relatively easy. Okay. It wasn't, but it was still one of those games that weren't like a complete game, but mm-hmm. it, they weren't.
3: They really, looked alright against the Bucks earlier this year.
2: The Bucks and Rams games were yeah. pretty much their their only real oh, the, like maybe
3: the Vikings too. You guys play the Vikings. this it season? was. It was. It got sloppy. It was an ugly. It was, an ugly, oh, it
2: was ugly in the first half, and then they and then. They got ahead, and the Vikings almost came back on them.
3: Okay. All right, yeah, we're getting off track anyway. Yeah, but
2: yeah, I
3: I think the Eagles' squeak went out just like they have for the last two weeks. Do you think the 49ers can do it, Johnny? Prove me wrong, Purdy. I'm taking Brock Purdy and the Niners. That's where I was going to open it up. <laughs> Prove me wrong. If you lose, then I was right, and we can't have that, can we? <laughs> <laughs> so that makes David's picks. Cowboys, Dolphins, and Eagles. What?
1: Johnny, didn't you say Cowboys, Dolphins, and Eagles? Yeah, those are your picks, aren't they?
2: Did you take the Seahawks? Never mind. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Bro said, what?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you said Cowboys first. I thought you were referring to the Eagles game. I'm like, what? (laughs) Cowboys, (laughs) Dolphins, and Eagles. That makes David's picks Cowboys, Dolphins, and (laughs) Eagles. And Johnny picks the Cowboys, Dolphins, and 49ers. I'm going to drop further down. I have three picks this week. No Ravens. No Ravens this week. I'm going to go with the Steelers over the Cardinals. Um... They fired Canada. Had their first game over. What was that? Four hundred yards, yards ever since basically. Canada <laughs> since Canada was hired was before that was the last since time they the had. Of Canada was formed. Yep, so I'll take <laughs> I'll take Steelers in that one. Give me the Rams, who are kind of on a little bit of a resurgence here yeah. recently over the Browns, just because the Browns are down. The, the Browns' quarterback questions are so up in the air. That, like I said before the pod, they might start Joe Flacco this week at quarterback. And, um, you probably thought he was out of the league three years ago, and then. Miles Garrett's also banged up, so give me it's in L.A. Give me the Rams, and then I'll close with Bengals and Jaguars. This would look like a great game
3: three weeks ago when Burrow was still in the field. It's so sad, I miss. Him. Give me the Jaguars. Yeah, I know, I, I know, Logan doesn't miss Burrow, but I miss Burrow because that was just made the Bengals fun to watch. Well, I, I do and I don't, and
1: and this will be the last thought before I shut this podcast off today. But you want to beat the best, right? Yeah. You want to beat the Bengals because the Bengals. And and maybe this is how Cowboys and Eagles fans feel when when they're both good and they're both like battling each other down the stretch. The Bengals have talked so much trash since they got good, <laughs> so much trash. Even their linebacker Jermaine Pratt was on Twitter after the Ravens beat them, like if Burrow was out there, that wouldn't Lamar wouldn't have looked so good. What?
3: <laughs> That's just, yeah, doesn't play on what? the same side. Like of the ball. so. That's a little bit of a a lackluster thing, but it does make my division a little bit easier to pick. We we, we, we like saying that we want to play the best, but I guarantee if it's a Super Bowl, I'll have no qualms if Hurts went out with an injury. And I would like, you know what I mean? If the Cowboys are in it, I will take any advantage I could possibly get. I want to win a Super Bowl. That's just me. Oh, like you wouldn't say the same thing. Like you
1: would like if Patrick Hurts went down. That was good. I know.
2: I'm, not, I'm never rooting for a Dak Prescott injury. I'll say no, that I'm not much. rooting
3: for injuries. I'm just saying I'm not rooting for the injury to happen. I'm just saying once it happened, I was like, all right guys, let's go, let's go win this, you know,
1: you dug your grave. You have to lie in it. That'll <laughs> do it for us today <laughs> on the football Friday podcast. As always, you can find this online at the morningtimes.com or on Spotify, Apple morning, Times.com. morning, times.com. Mm-hmm. You go to the morningtimes.com. It, will not, will, not it will not be us.
3: Uh, it will not
1: be us. I guess be. slash sports. Yeah. I, I, or I dash
2: slash, slash slash We'll worry about that later. <laughs> I find it on
1: Apple and Spotify. Yeah, it's I real easy wherever else you get your podcast. We would also like to thank the Jolly farmer for sponsoring us. Uh I meant to mention this at the top, 15 episodes. This will be episode 15. I did not think we would get this far. So thank you to all the listeners who have listened. Even if you never listen to this part, we're having fun doing it. We're going to keep doing it. So that'll about do it for us today. Thanks. Bye.